As always, it's so good to be with you. And every time I see you, you put Mary in my heart, and that's a great thing. Please know this, that I constantly pray for your health and your well-being during this time. And speaking of, we've been living in unprecedented times for the last seven months, and still we've got a way to go. We don't know how far out there it is, but it's still a ways to go. I like how uh, Laura Sullivan, our director of worship, put it this week. She said that during difficult times like these, it's easy to lose perspective. Perspective such as, who am I? Why am I here? How am I to live in this world? And focusing on your faith in God is crucial. Keeping focus firmly set upon Jesus. And the Apostle Paul, he felt the same way as well. As we hear in that second reading today, one of the most beautiful passages, actually, it was considered to be the first hymn of the church. They sang that, uh, those words, as a hymn. Uh, Paul said this, having you the same attitude, and attitude is a big thing with Paul in, in this letter to the church at Philippi. He says, have the same attitude that is also in Jesus. He says, think one thing. Well, what are we supposed to think about? We're supposed to think about Jesus, aren't we? Paul was very well acquainted with unprecedented times. As a matter of fact, he was in a prison cell when he wrote this letter. He was awaiting the sentence of what was going to be passed on to him, life or death. And we know that Caesar said it will be death. But Paul, the neat thing about Paul is he continued to be high on life. Paul was high on life. And it wasn't because of what was going on around him. He was high on life because of his deep, deep love for God and his earnest, most earnest desire to do the will of God in his life. And when you put that into focus, then everything else comes into perspective. So what I'd like to do is spend our remaining time this evening looking at some of Paul's tidbits of wisdom to the church at Philippi on how that we can remain focused on God during difficult times. Actually, it would apply to any times, but things seem to be more heightened. They seem to be more on the edge when it is times like these. We must not, my dear brothers and sisters, we must not let the times that we live in dull our focus on God. If anything, it should make it stronger it should make us draw closer and closer to God. And so my hope is that, as Paul says, these great words of encouragement, I hope that they will help us to sharpen our focus on living a life that is pleasing to God. And I know that's what you want. Wisdom one, be positive. Not negative, but positive. Paul said, rejoice always. And again, I say rejoice. Did you know that in the letter, this little three-and-a-half-page letter that he wrote, that he mentions the word rejoice nine times, and the word joy is mentioned five times? See, he was high on life because of who God was. Another one, whether well-fed or hungry, 
living in abundance or being in need. I can do all things, not in my own strength, he says, but I can do all things through Christ. Jesus is the key to this life. Then he said, you were made for love. Let your love of God, your love for others and yourself abound more and more and more. And regard others as being more important than yourself. In other words, be humble. Be a humble person in the midst of life's difficulties. Here's a good one. Share the word of God courageously and fearlessly. That's what we need today. We need God's word in our lives because it sets the path. It sets the direction for how we can make it through times like this. Here's a great one. Think peaceful thoughts. You know, we're praying a lot for peace in our city this week, right? A lot's going on. Well, Paul says, have that attitude in Christ of thinking peace. Peace not as the world would give, he says. No, not that kind of peace. He's talking about, he says, another peace. It's an inexpressible peace. He said that it's a peace that surpasses all comprehension. You can't even begin to comprehend the source of where it comes from. Here's another one, a good one for today's world. Look for the good in all situations. Look for the good. There's good. We may, there's things in this life that we don't ask or we would dare not have them placed on anybody, but they're here. And Paul always says, look for the good. Here's another one we think about today. This is very critical to today. He says, whatever is just, justice, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is truthful, he says, whatever is admirable, these are the things that you're supposed to think about. He said, think about these things and then live them out. Here's another good one. Do everything without complaining or arguing. A lot of that going on today, isn't it? People getting in people's face. Paul says that's not the Christian attitude. He says, be humble and do everything without complaining. Here's another one. Pray in all kinds of ways. Prayer is a very important theme that runs through the letter to the Philippians. Paul says, offer up praise to God. Offer up prayers like thanksgiving, seeking forgiveness, and making requests for others and yourself. Prayer is one of the greatest things that you can do today amidst all of the difficulties. Here's a great one. Jesus is greater than all your accomplishments. Now, why does that matter? Because Jesus is your life. That's why it matters. And when comparing all of your accomplishments, and they may be many, they may be numerous, as they were with Paul. But he says, when I compare them to Jesus, they are nothing. They are absolutely worthless. That's the joy of being high on life when you're walking with God. Here's another good one. Knowing Jesus is greater than all your mistakes. Do one thing, he says, in life at all times. He says, forget what's behind you. And he says, move towards what is ahead. That's a great tidbit of wisdom, isn't it? We can get so uh, stuck in the mud and mire of bitterness and anger and resentment that we just can't move forward. But Paul says, through Christ, you can. 
You can. Here's a one that we really need today. He says, love and be part of a community of believers. He says, greet them and help them in the time of need. Be gentle with others, worship together, serve together, and most importantly, be of the same mind. Here's a good one. Make sure that Jesus is praised through your lifestyle. Your life is what matters in front of people. That's the testimony. That's the witness of your faith in Christ. Paul says, always make sure that your faith in God is always shown, revealed in your life. And when it is, God's name will be praised. Here's a great one. Experience the glorious power of Jesus' resurrection and participate in understanding his sufferings so that you can come to know just how much Jesus loves you. We need to understand the resurrection. That's a great point. But Paul says we also need to understand suffering. And there's a lot of it going on right now, isn't it? And as we enter into that, it helps us to understand more fully what Christ did for us in order to redeem us from our sins and restore our relationship to God. Here's a great one. Work out your differences. Work out your differences with each other and bring about healing. There, there was two ladies in the church. Uh, that they were fighting. And one of the last things he says in one of the, the last couple of chapters, he says, you've got to work it out. <laughs> you've got to work this out. These were, these were uh, very key core people. And he says, work out your differences because when you do, you will bring about healing. That's what we need today, isn't it? We need to work out our differences. Life is, there's just so much anger in the world today. But it says when we come together, when we work together, healing takes place. And then he says your citizenship is in heaven. Uh, always ends with heaven, isn't it? He says we eagerly await the Lord Jesus who will one day, he will return, he says, and will transform our lowly bodies so that they may become like his glorious body. Isn't that beautiful? Now that's something to live by. You know, I've been questioning a few things myself lately and sort of trying to find some anchors. Well, here's the anchor. Here's some of the anchors. And Paul has really helped me this week to renew my focus and pull me back into where that I need to be. It's an impressive list of things and it's just a part of our faith. But I'd like to close with one other point. It's a decisive point if you want to focus on God. It's one that uh, Paul makes comment about on numerous occasions, and it is this. People of God keep moving forward. Keep moving forward, no matter what takes place in life. Uh, your, your faith in God, it doesn't take place automatically, but it's something that has to grow. Paul said it perfectly, precisely, when he said, I have learned. Well, learned what? I have learned through experience that I have to make a priority of walking with God a big priority in my life if I truly want to be like him, to grow stronger in him. So a couple of thoughts on that. Make progress in your spiritual journey. Uh, live up to what you've already attained, 
but also press forward in the circumstances of life. No matter what the circumstances are, keep moving forward. Follow the example of holy men and women. Uh, you want to know people that went through suffering? Holy men and women, they, they went through a lot of suffering. Look at their example and live by it. Press on, Paul says. He says, I've not attained all of these things, but I press on towards the prize and the goal of doing it. He says, I want to take hold of what has taken hold of me. Beautiful words. So now having been enveloped in such life-giving truth, I'd like to leave you with two thoughts for reflection. First of all, how sharp is your focus on God during these unprecedented times? And the second is this, maybe God's tugging on your heart right now and saying, grow stronger and go stronger in me. It is a fact, it is a reality that in times like this, many people will turn to God when otherwise they would not. Well, if God's tugging on your heart, why not say yes? God bless all of you and stay focused on God.